I would like to welcome back my listener to WTF Politics and other stuff too. My name is Vic, and today I'm going to talk about the leaked Supreme Court document on Roe v. Wade, Elon Musk buying Twitter, and the disinformation government governance board recently created by the Department of Homeland Security. seen the news about the leaked Roe v. Wade document uh, that uh, was written up by Justice uh, Alito, and I gotta say, um, I'm a little disappointed. While I'm not a anti-abortion activist, I am not pro-abortion either. You know, I'm kind of in the middle there. I mean, this one has just stirred up a shitstorm that we're going to feel for a while. I, uh, I I guess I should give some clarification on kind of where I stand on the whole issue before I get into it. I'm pro-life, but I'm also pro-choice. And what I mean by that is, you know, at some point there's got to be a stopgap, you know, a date where abortions cannot be performed and, uh, because I believe in the women's right to choose, especially when it comes to rape, incest, health of the mother, health of the child. I mean, this is just probably the biggest hot-button issue in our country ever, and it always has been. Uh, this is probably one of the few issues that really divides people, and people are extremely passionate about. And I can understand that. But... I, I don't know. I really struggle with this one. It's it's like, when when is the cutoff date for abortions? Because I'll just put it out there. I think they should be legal um, to a point. And I think Roe v. Wade should have been left alone. I think some of the harsher laws that are being enacted, kind of like in Texas, um, shouldn't be there. It's this one should stay at the state level because it concerns, well, everybody and not just individual states where they're kind of throwing this um, or it looks like they, you know, the Supreme Court may throw it back to the states to regulate. Uh, I really didn't think I'd see this day. I, you know, this one really affects my wife because she's very passionate about, you know, she's pro-choice and, you know, this one's really affecting her right now, even though we don't have, plan to have children anytime in the, well, anytime. Um, but, oh God, this is just so tough. I mean, Justice uh, Alito, you know, put out his, uh, you know, draft ruling. And of course, everyone's freaking out. I mean, there's already protests in LA and nothing's even been done, you know, to make this, you know, law of the land just yet. And honestly, I got to say, I hope they don't. I, I hope it uh, doesn't get overturned. But if it does, you know, if you read on uh, page 67 of this 98-page uh, draft, here, I'm just going to read you the end of it uh, to see where they're really kind of going with it. We end this opinion where we began. Abortion presents a profound moral question 
the Constitution does not prohibit citizens of each state from regulating or prohibiting abortion. Roe and Casey aggregated that authority. We now overrule these decisions and return the authority to the people and their elective, elected representatives. The judgment of the Fifth Circuit Court is reversed, and the case is remanded for further proceedings consistent with this opinion. It is so ordered. Okay. <clears throat> Pardon me. Okay, so they're not outright banning it. They're returning the authority to make the law to the states. Okay. I'll, I'll take the uh, anti-abortion side real quick here. Okay, you return it to the states. You want to live in a state that uh, allows abortions? Go there. If you live in a state that is severely limiting or regulating abortions, a couple of choices. You can move. Move to a state that's more friendly towards your views. Or vote in elected officials that you know whose views align with yours. Um, it, uh, to me, it's really that easy. But you know, others don't see it this way, and and I get it. I I really do. Um, there's just no good answer for this one. There's never going to be a consensus on this issue ever. It's just gonna keep creating division and especially with the midterm elections coming up, I think the freaking, you know, conservative right, if you will, has just handed the Democrats a really good shot at, you know, keeping power for the midterm elections. Uh, the Democrats are going to beat this one down and just shove this subject down our throats. It's just... I mean, what seemed like a slam dunk for midterms is now not so slam dunk. Um, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what actually comes of it. You know, again, I hope as as much as I you know think life is precious, I understand that you know sometimes a woman makes a mistake, you know, unprotected unprotected sex, and then next thing you know she's pregnant. Or, you know, things happen like that. I get that. And should she be penalized for, you know, not allowed to get an abortion because of one mistake? I don't think so. With that said, I do not believe in abortion as a means of birth control. And I certainly don't agree with taxpayer-funded abortions. Um. Why should I pay, you know, this may sound a little, I don't know, cynical, mean, whatever, but why should I pay for someone else's abortion or someone else's mistake? Um, ugh, it's, I really don't know where to go with this. I don't, it's just, it's so tough. But, I mean, I guess in the end, I just think Roe v. Wade should be left alone and... You know, just, it, God, this is tough, but leave it alone. I mean, this is one thing I kind of split from when it comes to my you know, conservative side. You know, this is one thing I just really don't agree with. And let's just hope uh, maybe they backtrack 
And then, uh, you know, we don't have to worry about backroom abortions or, you know, I'm seeing, you know, tweets about, you know, people going to other states and worried about getting arrested for having an abortion in another state. You know, my wife brought up that uh, she read somewhere that Texas is offering rewards for women that, you know, violate the new Texas law on abortions. And honestly, I think that's ridiculous. It's, you know, all you're going to do with that kind of law is turn neighbor against neighbor more so than we already are now. I mean, this country is in such disarray, uh, morally, ethically, you know, comically. I mean, fuck, it's just, I, it, it's tough. Um, but we'll see how it plays out. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I, I don't know what else to say. So I'm going to move on to Elon Musk. He bought Twitter for $44 billion. He actually bought it. I'm shocked he went through with it. Uh, in a way, I'm glad, you know, with all the talk, you know, that he's been spreading and tweets and what he wants to do. Hey, I'm all for it. That's great. Uh, it me- needs to be a more independent platform of free speech because uh, we all know uh, that they've been, you know, I guess the catchphrase is shadow banning people on Twitter. Uh namely conservatives, people right-leaning. I mean, hell, they kicked off Donald Trump uh, for some of the stuff he said, and especially about January 6th, you know, that little incident in the Capitol. But yet they keep uh, known terrorist leaders on there. They keep, uh, you know, the biggest state sponsors of terrorism, Iran, uh, allow their leaders to stay on there and spew their venom. But I guess if you're a conservative, it wasn't too good. Well, needless to say, employees at Twitter were just freaking out. The chaos at Twitter headquarters is something I really would have liked to have seen. Um, I know they're just, everyone's threatening to quit. Or, you know, Twitter users that are left-leaning who had free reign with no worry of uh, censorship. They're freaking out, threatening to leave Twitter. But back to the employees. I wonder if all those employees that have uh, Teslas are going to uh, turn them in now. And uh, you know, when they quit Twitter, or they're going to be still be, you know, typical liberal hypocrites. And, uh, you know, well, I'm saving the environment. You know, okay, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just funny that, you know, people freak out because now they don't have free reign to spew their venom with their left-leaning I can't even say morals because honestly they really just don't have any in my opinion but it's just uh, it's interesting that the government uh, you know huge Twitter users you know criticizing Elon Musk and he hasn't even done anything yet except by Twitter which Essentially, it's not done yet because the board has to agree on it. The shareholders have to agree on it. So we're talking a couple of months before he actually takes control. And we can actually see what changes will come about. Because if you look at Twitter now, you still see people claiming, oh, they're still shadow banning or you know, blocking me, you know, putting me in Twitter jail. And uh, 
it's just going to be fun to see over the next few months. Uh, but what really amazes me is that uh, the government needed to, you know, what, just a couple days after Twitter took out, you know, was bought, the Department of Homeland Security had to create the Disinformation Governance Board with its executive director, Nina Jankovic. Um, you've all probably seen the videos of her, which is cringeworthy. I mean, I, I really struggled through it. It was only like a couple of minutes long where she's doing her, you know, super califragilista, whatever the fucking Mary Poppins thing. It was really painful to watch. Uh, but I watched it just to see what spewed out of her mouth. And uh, what's even more amazing is this same person, Ms. Nina, you know, said uh, a few years ago that uh, the government shouldn't get involved with uh, censoring uh, information. Uh, it's out there. You can see it. I got it on my blog. You know, it just so hypocritical and typical of liberals. You know, I don't want the government censoring information. Oh, wait, I'm in charge. Okay, we can do that is kind of how I see it all. I mean, she is just a piece of work, piece of work. That's for sure. Maybe George Orwell was, was right. We really are kind of headed into this 1984 type uh, society. At least that's what it's being compared to. Of course, I've thrown my little thoughts and pictures and mock-ups of our new uh, illustrious executive director out there. But it's really turning Orwellian, if you will, if you think about it with all the government surveillance and now they want to control information. Uh, honestly, with this administration, they have zero room to talk about disinformation. I mean... When the Democrats get called out by the Washington Post about the Republican plans to raise taxes on the middle class and are basically calling it bullshit, what does that tell you? Uh, you know, maybe one day this lamestream media will wake up and see what's actually happening and happening around them. It's uh, turning into a police state. It's just it's mind boggling. I, I, I. <laughs> Another thing I struggle with, I mean, it's just like, wow, what direction is this country headed to? And one thing I predict, because uh, I'll just slide into the midterms here, you know, again, I think the Republicans handed the Democrats their biggest bullet, if you will, for the midterms with the Roe v. Wade uh, possible decision. You know, they were a shoe in, I think for the midterms, but now it's really debatable. You know, don't doubt the Republicans' ability to fuck it all up for them, you know, themselves. And, uh, but then again, you know, the Democrats, I have a sneaking suspicion they're going to do everything they can to just, uh, you know, get this election in their back pocket, kind of like they did in 2020. I foresee a lot of nefarious shit happening. We're going to see ballot harvesting. Or, you know what, my favorite go-to is all of a sudden COVID will come back and we have to do mail-in balloting and early voting. You know, just kind of like we saw 
with this uh, last presidential election. <laughs> it's just, it, it's going to be an interesting few months here as we lead up to November. And I, <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm struggling for words here today because this is just where we are today is just, just blows my mind. I never think or never thought we'd reach this point of a country so divided. Um, and I'm sorry, I think the, I think the left and the liberals and the progressives, they're all to blame for it. You know, everything that, you know, is labeled white supremacy or you're racist, you know, God forbid you have an opinion of your own and you disagree. Um, it's just, it's a bad scene. And, you know, hopefully we can turn things around where neighbor can love neighbor, you know, because, I mean, look, my wife is fairly liberal and I'm obviously conservative. We love each other. We respect each other's views. We can have civil discussions about it, but it seems like civil discussions about politics are just out the frickin' door. No more. It's you versus me, me versus them us versus them, them versus us. I mean, it's just nothing but division out there. And it's really, really fucking sad. I mean, at least we're not seeing too many more stories about people getting offended or feel threatened by, you know, the American flag. I remember reading a story, I think it was last year, that someone felt threatened because there was a truck driving around the neighborhood or driving through and it had a big old American flag on the back and they felt threatened you know they got triggered they were scared you know if, if that's really your view then you got more fucking issues than just worrying about an american flag you've got uh trust and uh trust issues and all kinds of other stuff going on it's not just an american flag freaking you out but you know hopefully one of these days we can get back to you know just everyone's you know an american you know everyone's united but i know that's going to be a long way off and you know then again maybe we've headed down the path that we can't return and i really hope that's not the case but uh all right enough of my sadness today i'm gonna go i need to drink some coffee but uh you know thanks for tuning in uh you know we Talked about the governance board or, you know, the 1984 board, as I like to call them, the possible uh, reversal of Roe v. Wade and Elon Musk buying Twitter. But, uh, yeah, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Getter, True Social, Instagram. Probably going to start YouTubing and doing some videos so you can see my ugly mug. But hit that follow button. I also have a blog where I vent as well. WTFpoliticspodcast.com. And as always, I encourage you to, you know, do your own research on the issues, get involved. Don't take my word for it or, you know, Joe Blow or whoever, you know, do some research. I think that's part of the part of the problem in this country. People just look at Twitter, see a tweet and get outraged and then it turns out to be false. So do your research and uh, I want you to have a great day and God bless America.